welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theatre in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at Theatre in the Now, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. She's got a crown, so you better get down. It's your current reigning Miss Rock Bar, Victoria Williams. How are you? Good, how are you? Not bad, not bad. We're in that weird portion of the fall, winter time where it's like not freezing, but it's not like hot. So no one knows how to like put a heat on properly. Yeah. It sucks. It does suck. You don't know what kind of uh, jacket you should wear, how many layers you should wear. Nope. Then you get on the subway and you fucking sweat your ass off. That's where I am right now. Welcome to New York. To How New are York. you? I'm so good. How are you doing? Thanks oh, for having man. me. Yeah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to have you on, and congratulations on your new crown. Thank you. We're going to get into all of that, but we like to start from the very, very beginning. Sure. Where are you from? I am originally from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Nice. Yeah. A little different temperature, temperament than here. Yeah. Yeah, it's more It's more dry. So. And you don't really have the seasons as much as we have here no and when we do get a season it's all in one day right (laughs) yeah um what was it like living in new mexico um it was actually it was actually nice um you know it's more slow paced aside from here but um i always had the fast paced mentality and i knew i needed to be in in new york city to do what i needed to do for my career um but i you know i went to the university of new mexico i had a really great training i was a um contemporary dance major and vocal performance minor at UNM um and I mean I had a lot of great things happen for me but it was time to go when it was time to go yeah so let's talk about um Mm -hmm. what you went to school for okay theater vocals um no so I originally was uh I was studying opera I was in the opera program yeah I'm I'm a classical singer that's a surprise you need to pull out and drag soon oh absolutely that's definitely coming to fruition soon um yeah so I, I started training in opera um, and I was in studio and I was training for the Met and a bunch mm-hmm. of other things. Um, and then, uh, my, my, uh, opera professor, she told me she was going to kick me out of studio, not because I was a bad singer, but because she knew when I moved to New York that I would be unhappy in the opera scene, but she wanted to continue training me vocally and forced me to really pursue, um, like Broadway even more, mm-hmm. even though I was doing a lot of theater back home, um, and so she kicked me out of studio. I then um, auditioned for the dance program um, because the professors in the dance program saw me in a bunch of theater shows um, at my school. And I made the program and uh, studied contemporary dance more thoroughly. Nice. Yeah. So what ultimately brought you to New York? Um, ultimately, I moved here because I wanted to, and it's still not off the table, but I wanted to be a leading man on Broadway. Um, and so I got here, um, I auditioned two months later, um, I booked my first professional show, which was Seven Brides for Seven Brothers at the Arizona Broadway Theater. Um, and so I've done everything but Broadway, I've done off-Broadway, national tours, um, you name it. And, uh, so I still haven't gotten on Broadway yet, but that is... There's still time. There's still time. So let's talk about drag. When did it officially enter your life? Um, 2009 Mm -hmm. is when I really, um... 
jumped into the drag scene. So back. it's that ten year transformation that, me we're seeing all over. That Facebook ten year transformation, I think Instagram. I put one up too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, I originally did it for a friend's uh, benefit show back home, and um, one of the really high end queens back home saw me and she wanted to take me under my wing or under her wing. She wanted to take me under her wing. Um, and then she entered me in a, um, in a pageant there, which was a newcomer pageant. And so I did it and won. Um, and then from then on, it kind of just took off. Nice. Yeah. So describe Victoria in three words. Fierce, fun, and innovative. Love it. Love it. Yeah. What is the origin story of your name? Um, my drag mother, Sabrina Williams, um, she actually gave me the name. I was going by Latifa at the time, <laughs> and she was like, this is not going to work for you. <laughs> so she, um, I mean, I guess, I guess she just saw me as Victoria because Queen Victoria is very... Like, she was, like, a, a high-end queen, and mm-hmm. I guess that's where that kind of came from. And uh, and my whole family is the Williams clan, so we're the House of Williams. Nice. Yeah. Any other uh, notable names in the House of Williams? Yes, absolutely. Um, my younger drag sister is from season 10 of Drag Race, uh-huh. Calorie Kardashian Williams. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about her a little absolutely. bit. Absolutely. But now the Williams clan, is is it a pageant house, or is it more of just, like, a party house? What kind of, what, what is the Williams clan like? Um, the House of Williams, we're more on the pageant, um, side of drag, but a lot of our, um, a lot of our family are all performers, singers, trained dancers. Mm. Um, so there's a lot of performance queens within our pageantry house. Right. Nice. Mm. How long does it take to transform into Victoria? A quick beat, 45 minutes. Nice. A really pristine beat, two and a half. Do you have any, like, traditions when you get ready? Um, I definitely have to play music, an upbeat type playlist to get me in the zone because music is my heart. Mm-hmm. So that definitely get, gets me in the zone to start beating that mug. Is there any like artist that you're like, this is my jam, this is who I need to hear right now? Danny Kane. Wow, Danny <laughs> Kane. Oh, yeah. Not a, that's a throwback. Yeah. Uh-huh, damage. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so what are some of your favorite makeup products? Let's get you some sponsorships. Sure. Um, definitely NYX. Mm-hmm. NYX Cosmetics is one of my all-time favorite. Um, and I would... Um, I have a lot of stuff from MAC as well. Okay. Um, and I kind of mix and mingle with both of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any favorite palettes that you use or... Um, off the top of my head, I can't think of no. one. No. Just whatever works. Just whatever, whatever works. works, yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. What so you mentioned the first um, pageant you really did? Mm-hmm. What was like the first paid gig that you were able to do, and what was the first number you performed? The first paid gig I did was um, at a bar back home called Sidewinders. Okay, and and I th- if I'm not mistaken, I think that gig, um, Derek Barry was there, mm-hmm. and I was and I was kind of interweaving throughout her show. Um, at Sidewinders um, years ago and uh, I think the first number I did was Freakum Dress by Beyonce okay uh-huh. alright uh huh yep. so you did Beyonce she probably did Only Britney which is amazing she, I <laughs> yeah. love Derek Bear she's great she, yeah yeah. maybe we'll see her on our TV screens again soon oh I hope so I don't know yeah mm-hmm. so besides your drag mom anyone else help you on your journey uh, to start when you started drag 
Um, yeah, I, I had a few sisters back home. Um, Tsunami Couture, a.k.a. Rowan Velasco. Um, he's one of my, he, he's like a brother to me. We grew up together in choir in high school. And um, he just really also pushed me and helped me in the drag scene along for my drag family. Nice. Yeah. Family is important. Always. So you were recently crowned Miss Rock Bar 2020. Yes. What does it feel like to win the title and represent Rock Bar? Um, it, it feels really, really good. Um, not just because of of the title itself, but in this last um, this last year and a half, really, my life was kind of um, just in a little bit of, of array. And to have that win um, just really put me in good spirits again. So that was really important for me. What was the biggest takeaway for you from the competition? The respect from, like, friends and family in town. You know, you, we get so busy in our lives in New York City, and the support that I had was just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, everyone's aware there was, there was you were no stranger to some people, some naysayers, some drama, uh-huh. some controversy. Yeah. You did a really good job tuning that all out and being a humble, gracious winner. Sure. How did it feel knowing that people were questioning your rightful win? Um, I just, I honestly, it di- it didn't really bother me, but I was, again, like I said in my other interview, I was very taken back by all of the backlash. Um, more so by, you know, people that didn't really know me. Right. And, um... People who weren't even there. And who weren't even there. And so it was, I mean, not, not to be... Um, comedic about it but for me it was laughable because I don't even know half of these people that Mm -hmm. were seeing these things and um, welcome to New York welcome to New York (laughs) but you know but in my in my life in general if there's anything negative that does that cannot help me succeed further I remove it and kill it with kindness because it doesn't pertain to me absolutely so so as the winner of Miss Rock Bar you now have a show at Rock Bar called Victorious yes tell us about it Oh, Victorious. Well, the name comes from, and honestly... Um, the Nickelodeon TV show, obviously. <laughs> That's what everyone thinks. No, it, um, you know, it's... It, the name is in itself from everything that I had to go through and all of the negativity trying to tear me down, I have the victory. Right. Um, and, uh, and the show itself, um, it... It's. It, I wouldn't say it's kind of like a Gossip Girl show. Like, it's a safe space where you can come and get anything off of your chest, any gossip you have, any advice you may need from me that I can hopefully help you with. Um, it's it's an open table uh, for anyone there, and I also will drop it like a half or twenty spot throughout the yeah. show. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I was there last week, and um, some people when you brought them up on stage to share some gossip or some tea. Oh yeah. Oh, they 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 spilled it. They they, they, they spilled that tea. They, and it's they had, stayed, yep. And uh-huh. they had some wild things to say. Oh yeah. So I think you better get your ass to the show to hear what people gotta say. Absolutely. <laughs> what makes your show different from any other show in New York City? Um, I would say. It's just it, it's more of a of a personalized show, and it's more about for me uh, um, building a community and a friend base, not only as Victoria but as Jante. Um, and yes, I'll perform, but I also want to get to know people in the community that I don't know and at Rock Bar. Mm-hmm. So nice, yeah. 
How would you describe New Mexico drag? New Mexico drag. Um, that's it. How do I describe it? I would say it's very, um, I guess the word is like ferocious. Mm-hmm. Like these queens are so freaking talented and um, and a lot of them are pageant queens and go to national pageants and bring national titles home. Right. Um, so I, yeah, I think ferocious is the right word. What do you think are some of the biggest differences between New Mexico drag and the New York City scene? Um, I would say it's less competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, in a sense that it's such a it's a smaller community, but of course, through that small community, a lot of us back home all grew up together, so we were more of a family than than um, name based. Sure. Yeah. And when it comes to performances, New York, we're well known for doing the mixes and doing one costume for the entire night. Mm-hmm. In New Mexico, do you switch it up? What what kind of what's the night like look like for a typical bar night? Yeah, um, we definitely always show up in a walk around outfit mm-hmm. um, there, and maybe and change afterwards. So we have two walk around outfits, and um, we definitely change costumes every time we go on stage. Yeah. And, and hopefully hair. Yeah. So is that like a, uh, I guess a culture shock for you doing this show at Rock Bar now? Yeah, it was. Cause I'm, I'm so used to like going back and changing hair and changing outfits and like here I'm like, oh, I can just be in one outfit yeah. and keep this and keep this weaving. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're not, you're not changing per song. You got, you got one look for the entire one night. Look. Make it work for everything. Absolutely. One New York City drag queen that you've yet to work with is on your dream list. Um... I would have to say Monet Exchange. Yeah, Monet. Monet Exchange. Uh-huh. I just, um, m- yeah, I feel like she's just so personable and so loving, and I feel like we would be the best of friends, honestly. And she's got a crown, too. Yes, yes. And she may have to share it, but she's got one. <laughs> you got Rock Bar. Yeah. If you can create a show at any other New York venue, what would it be, and what would we see there? Hmm. I would say, I would like to have a show at Industry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know the, um, the theme of the show, but I feel like I would love to put on more of like a, like a concert type mm-hmm. show. Um, I mean, have dancers, have I mean everything that that you can think of, like a like a Beyonce experience. Nice, nice. So we're gonna play a a game called This or That. Okay. Give you two options and you pick this or that. Great. Day or night. This. Well, day or night? Oh, oh, (laughs) day. Um, I'm gonna go with day. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee. Cats or dogs? Uh, dogs. Chocolate or vanilla? Vanilla. McDonald's or Burger King? Burger King. In the Heights or Hamilton? Oh, In the Heights. Singing or dancing? Singing. Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. Weird or crazy? Crazy. All right, that's this or that. Oh, that's fine. It's <laughs> quick and dirty. Yeah. Let's go behind the music a little bit. What is your sig- signature number? And how did it become your signature number? Mm. Uh, my signature number... Not Myself Tonight by Christina mm-hmm. Aguilera. Um, that was the first song that I performed in my first pageant, uh, which I won. And um, I think that song is just, you, like, Christina, from what I got from the song, is you can wear two different faces and you can become someone else, even if it's not who you are during the day. 
Where do you find your inspiration when you create mixes or pick numbers for a show? Um, I find inspiration from, I think, the venue and the vibe. I try to um, really take heed to the audience that goes to that specific venue. Um, and my mixes, I have to give a shout out to my boyfriend, uh, Jim Morrow. He does all of my mixes for me, and I'm so grateful for him because I do not know how to work technology. Do you give him a concept or idea or and let him like create it or do you are you like blindly going in and be like create something for me sweetie and then see what it is? No, I give him I give him songs and then um, and then he just kind of pulls thing and sometimes he'll find like sound bites to go along with mm-hmm. that that theme of songs that I've given him. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, mixes are a big thing in New York. Oh yeah. Get used to them. Get ready. I, I love them. Get ready. I love them. Yeah. So everything you want in Hell's Kitchen is uh-huh. a freaking mix. What is the most requested song that you perform? Mm. Um, requested song. I've uh, deeper love. Okay. Yeah. Do you like performing it? Yeah. Have you gotten? You haven't gotten tired of it yet. No. Is there anything that you get requested to do a lot that you're like, okay, stop it, I'm over it, I'm done? Mm. Um, not as of yet, no. That's good. Mm-mm. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna challenge you. I'm gonna I'm gonna find that song. Please do. I'm gonna I, the song that I always request during drag roulettes is uh, Michelle Williams say yes. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it, Michelle Williams. And then I just, <laughs> I'm waiting for someone to be like, stop it, stop it. <laughs> the other one I do is Baby Shark, and everyone's like, okay, stop it. I'm like, oh, nope. That, maybe I should throw that in. Yeah. Uh, no, last night, um, uh, Jax was going around asking for requests, and I was like, decided which one I wanted to do. He's like, okay, babe, fine, you're gonna ask for Baby Shark. I didn't ask for Baby Shark. The DJ heard Baby Shark and played. Baby shark. Oh my god. I was dead. like, well, I got both of the things I wanted. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're going to play another game. Okay. Um, the Cameo Game Show. Okay. If you're not familiar with the website Cameo, you can book a celebrity to record a message for you or a loved one for a small price. Okay. But each celebrity has a different cost. In this game, you have to guess who costs more. Mm. Excited? You ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. First up is Billy Porter or Marissa Jarrett Winoker. Oh, Billy Porter. That's correct. He was $100. Marissa is only 50 Yeah. Next, we have Constantine Morales or Justin Guarini. Uh, Justin Guarini. Correct. $50. Constantine is only $25. Next, we have Thorgy Thor or Alexis Michelle. Alexis Michelle. Yep. $60. Uh, Thorgy is $50. Next is Jujube or Delta Work. Oh, Jujube. She is $125 and Delta is $30. Next is Laganja Stranja or Gia Gun. Oh, Gia Gun. Yep. $55 and Laganja is only $50. Uh-huh. Next, we have Darian Lake or Mrs. Kasha Davis. Oh, Kasha. No, she's $25. Really? Darian oh, is 40 okay. okay. And next, we have Landon Cider or the Vivian. Landon. Nope. Landon is 40 The Vivian is 50 oh So gosh. I guess Drag Race is better than uh, Drag Love winners. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. Landon is fucking incredible. The Vivian, if you listen to my podcast, you know I'm not a fan of her win. <laughs> she was... Davina was robbed. Anyway. Huh? Um, and finally, how much can you get a Jake Yonce cameo for? Mm. Everyone's favorite gossip YouTuber for drag. Oh, I don't know. A hundred? Fourteen dollars. Oh! There it is. <laughs> very, 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 very okay. easy to get one from him because I'm sure he's got nothing else to do in his life. Aww. I was him for Halloween and it was really stupid. How were you? And it was just fun being over the top and obnoxious like him. It is. So, you have aspirations for Broadway. Absolutely. So let's talk theater a little bit. Sure. What do you think the state of theater is today? Hmm. Um, 
the state of theater. I would say it's it's definitely changed. Uh, it's it's very commercial right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more commercial. Do you think it's changed since you entered the scene a little bit? Yeah, it has. Um, and I would have to speak from <clears throat> from a, a vocal standpoint. Is um, I'm a I'm a baritone tenor. I do have uh, really low bass notes, but now when I go to an audition, it's everything is so pop rock and belt and I'm I'm thankful for a contract that I did where I had to train myself to sing rock healthily because everything is just so high and they yeah. just request that all the time. What are your like three go to audition cuts? Ah, I uh, sixteen bars of Feeling Good by Michael Bublé, the and I scroll at the end to give him a little something for the kids. Um, Mama says from Footloose, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and then I will do Tell Me My Father from Civil War. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. This may be the hardest question ever. Okay. What is your favorite musical? Oh, In the Heights. In the Heights. Yeah. Okay, that's not that hard. Yeah, and I just did it. What? Okay. What yeah. is what is it about In the Heights that draws you to it? Mm, just the um, the essence of the same with like the drag scene of community, family, love. Um, and in that show, there is someone, along with a lot of other musicals, but especially that one, that anyone can relate to. You can find yourself in in Camila or or Usnavi like you can find yourself anywhere in that show who did you get to play in the show I was Domingo yeah in the show yeah it was very dance heavy and uh well, just a little bit a little bit yeah but it was great the choreography was stupid great I loved it now the, what is your dream role in and out of drag ah um in drag I mean I will be Lola in Kitty yeah. Boots. Uh-huh. Um, and out of a drag, I would love to play, um, I would say, uh, probably, I think Philip would be a good role in Hamilton. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. That's a fun one. Yeah. Now, you, you said uh, Lola in Kitty Boots yeah. for in drag. Mm-hmm. Is there a role that is a, not necessarily drag character, but a female character that you'd want to play in drag? Oh. Yeah, um, I would have to say, oh, well, Regina George, Mean Girls. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you seen the show? Oh, uh, yes, I love it. Yeah? I love it. So you, you relate to Regina? I mean, or not Regina, in my Or do you like her material? I like her material. Like, okay. World Burn, I, I, I'm putting that in my book for auditions. I can yeah. scroll that, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So there, there's some good music in that little show. Yeah. Karen such got good material too. I, mean, I have. Who doesn't want to do sexy? Oh, actually, I did that for a drag brunch for Halloween. It, yeah. it was it was a hit. Yeah, so much fun. Uh-huh. Where do you see theater in five years? Hmm. I see. Th- I see theater. I feel like theater is gonna go more toward live TV. Like the ABC. Like the ABC. ABC. I think okay. I think that's where it's gonna go. And I'll ask that question. How do we fix those horrible shows? Because they're um, not good. They're no, not great. they're horrible. I, you know, it's... It, there are so many people that are talented, and I think that they try to use too many big-name people who are untrained singers um, to fill a spot. And I think, above all, it's it's talent above name. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, that's how I feel. I mean, and that's, and that's the thing. It's like, we live in a society where you mentioned it's commercial theater. Yeah. And commercial theater means 
recognizable names or recognizable titles. Yeah. And there's a reason why we have so many movie musicals coming to Broadway yet again this year. Yet again. And yeah. that's not necessarily a horrible thing if the material no. is good, but yeah. if people aren't buying the tickets, you're not making money and you're going sure. under. But yeah. it's, it's a sucky thing. It's, it's not fun. No. All right, so we play a game called Tea Time. Okay. Where you're going to spill some tea about some of your favorite sisters, oh, friends, okay. people you share the stage with, ah! share a story, <laughs> say whatever you want about yeah. them, um, <clears throat> and just know they're probably not listening anyway. Um, sure. <laughs> cool. All right, we are going to start off with Misty Mountains. Hmm. Um, I actually, she was so gracious to guest me at her Icon show, um, and she was just so sweet and so loving. I yeah. Yeah. It was fun working with her. Yeah, absolutely. What did, what did you think of Icon? Icon's really cool. I've actually never been there. Yeah. So it was it was a really great space. I enjoyed it. It's a fun one. Mm-hmm. Next we have my dear pal Amanda Pork. Hmm. Yes. Um. Amanda Pork has become one of my good Judies. Mm-hmm. She is super, like New York City is not ready. She is a she is a fire waiting to just explode, and I can't wait to see like what she does. Yeah, she's so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next we have Skywalker. Oh yeah. Sky is an, another one that's been like super sweet to me, and she's also guesting in um, my new show, that the one I only show at Stonewall. Yeah, coming up soon. Her and Amanda Pork. So I I, I enjoy Sky's performance. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Next is someone that you uh, competed with at Miss Rock Bar, Harry Grande. Hilarious, funny. Yeah. Yep, love her. Next is Chola Spears. Uh huh. She is, she's a spitfire in, in the best way possible. She is just, yeah, she's a spitfire. She's wild. Yeah. Next we have Rache Marseille. Rache, this queen tried to come for my crown. I, I, she was the only one I was worried about, honestly. Like, I was like, oh, this bitch is coming for my crown. But, uh, but she's, yeah, she's cool. She's also guesting at Stonewall. Nice. Yeah. Next is Coco Taylor. Coco Taylor. I actually, I really look up to Coco Taylor. I really do. Like, just, I, I, just her overall presence. I really enjoy her presence. Next is Nicolonoscopy. Uh, another good Judy of mine. Love her. She, um, she was one of the ones that took me under her her drag wing here in the New York City scene. And I'm so thankful for her. Yeah. How did How did you two meet? Um, I met her actually. I met her at the gym through a a friend, a mutual friend of ours. We were on the e- e- elliptical, and um, and my friend Ryan introduced us, and he's like, oh yeah, uh. This is Victoria. This is Nicole, and she's like, "Oh, you like you, you do drag." I'm like, "Yes." We start talking, and then uh, we kind of exchanged uh, Instagrams and then phone numbers, and then just kind of took off. Nice. Yeah. And you're, I'm sure you're grateful to have her. I'm as a very, friend. very grateful. She's a wonderful human being and a good friend. Yeah, she's she's fabulous. Yeah. Next is Sabrina Williams. My mama, love her. She, um, without her, I mean, I wouldn't have learned the ins and outs of drag, and. Um, and I'm just so gracious to her for accepting me into the house of Williams. So nice. And finally, someone I got to chat with for a little bit at DragCon last year Mm -hmm. on the podcast, Calorie Kardashian Williams. I love her. I, I, I love her. She, um, she's done such great things and I'm so very proud of her, um, for, for getting in drag race and I mean, showing the kids what New Mexico drag is about. And I just love watching all of her stuff and seeing like what she's doing out there in the world. What was it like watching her on the show? Was it hard to watch? No, no. I was I was super excited and I and I made sure that every Thursday I had off so I could support her and watch her and just cheer her on. Nice. So yeah. Yeah, it was a short run, but she she had fun while she doing it. Yeah, and she's and she's still working in around. She around, sure around, is. Yeah. Why is drag important to the community? 
Um, I think whether you are in drag or outside of drag, it, it opens your eyes to the possibilities of whatever you're going through, being able to be yourself and not be judged. And I, and for me, um, drag definitely helped me be more comfortable with my sexuality, who I was, and sharing that with people that I was um, unsure if they would accept me as not only a drag queen, but as a gay man. So that's really helped me. Nice. Yeah. How important is social media in the drag scene today? I think it's really important. Um, it's social media in itself has become a huge um, branding uh, opportunity for so many. And so um, a lot of drag queens um, now, including myself, um, definitely rely on that to keep your brand up and keep the public eye on you. How far is too far in drag? There isn't too far. Oh, I like that answer. Mm -hmm. You'll go anywhere for drag? Absolutely. All right. I like that. <laughs> what do you do in your time off? How do you spend your time out of drag? Huh. Um, I like to hang out with friends. I like to work out, keep my fitness up. Um, and and then I like watch, I, I like me time. Like I have shows on Netflix and Hulu that I love watching. So I just kind of binge what, watch. What's your favorite thing to binge watch? Oh, I just finished Nashville. Okay. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm a huge country girl, so like I I love Nashville. Okay, I had to stop. I think after season two, I was like, this is just getting ridiculous oh. and stupid, and I quit. Oh no, you ha you have to just give. And it also, some but Sam Claflin is so gorgeous. He's pretty. He's so pretty. Yeah. <sighs> Straight boys. <laughs> Who would you pick to do for Snatch Game? Oh, um, Wendy Williams. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, I can see that. Latoya Jackson. Okay. And um, I love Lucy. All right, Lucille Ball. Lucille Ball. All right, so you've fallen down a rabbit hole on YouTube. What are you watching videos of? Mm, I mean, guilty. It's so Danny Kane. <laughs> Danny Kane. That's my girl. When, when are we getting a reunion? Um, well, Ever? I talked to Don yesterday. <laughs> um, well, they. I mean, they've been doing stuff, you know, like um, Aubrey's Wallen out right now on, on TV, which I love, but... Um, Dumb Blonde's out, Dawn's out, and the girls are currently in the studio working on a new album. I saw nice. them at Urban Plaza not too long ago. Awesome. Yeah. What is one personal fact about you that your fans wouldn't know? Hmm. Um. I love to write poetry. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Have you ever explored the crossroads of poetry and drag? No, but that is something that I will explore now. There you go. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> if you had to pick one New York City drag queen to be your partner on The Amazing Race, who would it be? Nicole Noskovy. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. All right. Who's jumping off of things? Jumping off of what? Well, on The Amazing Race, if you have to like, bungee jump or skydive or that kind of thing. Oh, I'm going to let her do that. Yeah. Uh, who's going to eat the gross stuff? Nicole Noskovy. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to let her do all that shit. <laughs> uh, who's driving the car? Me. Okay, okay. Uh -huh. So you're, you're driving, she's doing this oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. yeah. I see, I see. Uh -huh. So we're going to do the pop five rapid fire. I'm going to give you five pop culture things, and you're going to give me the first word, phrase, story, whatever you want to talk about, about each, right? Okay. Number one, Disney Plus. Oh, love it. Encore. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've only watched the first episode and so cried. So have I, and I cried. I cried. I was like, I can't watch this anymore. Oh, I can't it's wait so to watch hard. more, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a really good show. Yeah. I kind of wish they formatted it differently where each season was the yeah the show but right because you like 
want to know more about these people. I do. Well, uh, the first, the first episode, uh, Jeremy, the one who had cancer. Yeah. I was like, that was probably the hardest thing when he had to cut his hair for Daddy Warbucks. Right. And I was, I was like, oh, that must be so emotional, you know? Yeah. I mean, for me, I was like, but it's like nothing. But I understand it's, it's the emotional trauma mm-hmm. attached to it. I get sure. it. Number two is Jennifer Lopez and Shakira co-headlining the Super Bowl halftime show. Mm-hmm. I can't. They are just Latinas that are on fire, and they're gonna tear that shit up. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see that. I'm just shocked that they needed both of them. Why couldn't Jayla do it herself? I well, I feel like she just wanted more more viewers, and Shakira has a huge following. Yeah, I I'm kind of predicting like the two of them have like a duet coming out soon. Oh, absolutely. That would be absolutely. That would be baller. Yeah. Then all the drag queens will be doing it. I'll be doing it first. <laughs> and who's who? Who are you gonna be, Jayla or Shakira? Jayla. And who's gonna be your Shakira? Uh, probably, I'd probably do, uh, say Skywalker. Okay, all right, mm-hmm. nice. Number three is Donald Trump and the giant impeachment. <laughs> all I gotta say is, ugh, please be gone, Satan. Yeah. Yeah. Number four, Frozen 2. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm gonna see it. I saw it yesterday. Is it good? It was really, really good. Oh, I can't wait to see it. It's really, really good. There's some really, really good music oh, in it. Oh my god. Maybe I'll see that today after this. It's really cute. Yeah. And number five, Six the Musical. Um, I've heard some songs from there and it, fire. I yeah. can't wait to see it. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm interested. It, it's got some good music in it. And yeah. Cause it's all like girl group and girl artists inspired like music. Yeah. It works. And yeah. It's fun. So I have some fans ask some questions. Sure. Um, the first question is from Andy Starling. Okay. Where does fish bitch come from? Oh, Andy. Um, I, well, First of all, I wanted. I was trying to uh, uh, do my Instagram, and there were so many Victoria Williams, so I had to create a, a different or an added logo to it. And I like to paint very fishy, very pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes Victoria can be a little bit of a bitch, in the in the nicest way possible. Yeah. So I was like, let's just hashtag fish bitch this. Nice. And let's make a T-shirt. Yeah. Now I, I want to ask a follow up. Uh, sure. Did you watch uh, Dragula this season? I haven't had the chance yet. Um, so this season, on the very first episode, um, one of the AFAB contestants, Hollow Eve, mm-hmm. uh, when someone mentioned the word fishy, mm-hmm. went into this big monologue about how it's an offensive term. Oh, uh-huh. um, and then, of course, like that was a dialogue of, are we allowed to use fishy? Because she was uh, saying that it's a derogatory word for what it means for being fe- female and being feminized. Uh-huh. Does that matter to you? No. Right? No, no. There you go. There's the answer. There it is. Next question um, is from Coco Taylor. Oh, okay. How will you follow in Coco's footsteps and clean up the basement? Oh, Coco, I'm going to take a dust broom and a mop and just sanitize the hell out of it. <laughs> yeah, who knows what's been going on Oh, I don't know. There. But I'm going to make sure she stays prissy and pristine. Yeah. Yeah. So I have my previous guest. That's my current guest a question. Okay. And this is a question from Avant Garbage. Ah. This is the question. Mm-hmm. Top, bottom, verse, or asexual? Hmm. Verse. There you go. There's your answer. Now it's your turn to ask my next guest a question. Do I know who this guest is? No, you do no. not. No. Uh, my question is, ooh, if I could drop your ass off on a deserted island, what three things would you bring with you and why? Oh, I love that. All right. I'm excited to ask my next guest. Who I don't know who it is yet. Oh, no. It's going to be fun. It's fun. Well, if you've gotten this far in the podcast, use hashtag Victoria Williams Fish Bitch. Mm-hmm. Where can we find you on social media? Ah, so on Instagram, you can find me at Victoria Williams Fish Bitch, all one word. On my fan page on Facebook, you can find me at Victoria Williams Drag. 
Amazing. Are you on Venmo? Oh, absolutely. Victoria Williams, Fish Bitch, V, W, F, and B are capitalized. There you and go. And my profile picture will come up. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for having me. A huge thanks to Victoria for chatting. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. <laughs> <laughs>